This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. You're listening to Fresh FM, kia ora. my name's Matt and I'm joined in the studio by Chris Watson, which means it's time to talk about films at the Nelson Film Society. Kia ora Chris. Miranda Matt. How are things? Very good, thank you. Good, good. Uh, bit of a chilly day out there, although when people are listening to this, it could be beautiful for all we know. With well, the it's way beautiful you know. now. It's lovely and sunny. <laughs> it is. Uh, just... My phone says the forecast for a week is equally good. Oh, really? Really? A bit mm. of a chilly wind, but it's winter. What can we expect? So how did last Tuesday's famous Spike Lee movie go? Oh, it was very successful. Uh, most people knew what to expect. It was uh, full of noisy and volatile dialogue, lots of swearing, all but the gentle mayor and his elderly love attraction who were the only ones to speak softly and uh, not use the F word. The rest were very loud. But the film sparkled and it seemed authentic. However, there were times, personally, I would have benefited from the subtitles, <laughs> but I think that might be my age, maybe my <laughs> hearing's going. Okay. Uh, what about the camera work? Isn't he famous for asking his cinematographers to move it about? Yes, certainly. The cinematography by Ernest Dickerson was both lively and colourful. Uh, the angle was often tilted, which anticipated action and conflict, and uh, Lee and Dickerson had encouraged the assistants to paint much of the surrounding buildings red or orange, and this increased the sense of heat during the heat wave. Wow, that's fairly clever. So um, is the Film Society's next film on Tuesday likely to feel somewhat similar? Oh, no, not at all. It's almost in every way the exact opposite of (laughs) Lee's film. Okay, so uh, what have you to say about it? Well, the film is called The Souvenir, Um, It's British. It was made just last year. It was directed by a woman, uh, Joanna Hogg. And the characters uh, this time are from the English upper middle class. And uh, the other thing is that Joanna Hogg's directorial models, the people she looked up to, include the European director, Eric Roma, uh, and the Japanese one, Yasujiro Uzu, and they both believe in extended takes and minimal camera movement and a great deal of very clear dialogue. Okay, so uh, what you're saying, I think, is it's going to be a complete contrast with Do the Right Thing. It will indeed. <laughs> Uh, But I think our people will enjoy it in quite a different way. Um, It won the World Cinema Dramatic Grand Jury Prize at the Sundance Film Festival in 2019, largely for the innovative social realism aspect of the storytelling, uh, which treated posh people in the way that the breakthrough directors had analysed the working classes in the 1950s, you know, with... Films like Osborne's Look Back in Anger and so on. Okay. So what's the story about? Well, Julie in the film is age 21. Um, She's just graduated from film school and she's living in a rather fine apartment belonging to her wealthy family. Conveniently, especially for her mother, situated opposite Harrods. 
June is a very nice and gentle young woman, but um, she's planning to make movies that document the economic hardships that um, gripped Thatcherite Britain in the 1980s. Um, in other words, about the working class. Um, that was the time also that this film is set, 1980s. OK, so it does sound kind of working class after all. Uh, it was the miners that suffered then? Oh, yes, it was. Um, Margaret Thatcher pretty well closed them all down. Mm. But she doesn't actually get started on the project. Instead, there's a wealthy young man who works at the Foreign Office and he comes into her life. He's called Anthony. Um, he joins her privileged social circle. He's, um, he's, he's not entirely likable. He's debonair, but he's got a kind of vampirish streak, mm. or maybe you'd say vampirish. And he takes over a life, a bit of, um, yes, he diverts her from her loosely planned path. The interesting thing is that Honor uh, uh, Swinton Byrne, that's the name of the um, young lady who plays the part of Julie, is actually the daughter of Tilda Swinton. And in this film, Joanna Hogg has cast Tilda Swinton as Julie's mother, Rosalind. Very good she is too, um, suitably detached as members of that class are supposed to be, but uh, interested in her daughter. Okay, cool. And I see from the review that you've printed for your members uh, that Joanna Hogg, like Spike Lee last week, is listed as producer, director and author. So does it reflect her own life, this story? Yes, it does. Um, just as last week's movie was developed from Lee's lived experiences, uh, Joanna Hogg came from a privileged background. The souvenir is quite naturally autobiographical. Um, after school, Miss Hogg worked as a photographer, and by chance she met Derek Jarman. Somehow people will know him as an art film director. We screened some of his films in the 90s. Um, she met him in a cake shop, actually. And he loaned her an 8mm camera, sort of baby movie camera. Right. That's what people used before they had phones that would make <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. And she made a short film with that that was so good it got her admission to the very prestigious National Film and Television School wow. in London. It's really hard to get into that school. Gee. Uh, and yet there's one more close link with next week's film uh, because... Uh, at this time, uh, Tilda Swinton was an early friend and mentor, and she actually starred in Caprice, um, Joanna Hogg's graduation film at the film school. So it's a bit incestuous. It, it is, it is. <laughs> Tilda Swinton's great. So, um, yeah, she's featured in several of your films last year, I think. Was yeah, that right? she was our chosen star last year. Uh, we try and pick one each year that we will feature several films. Uh, made in which they star, and we screened three of hers. Um, in fact, she was on our poster for last year's Film Society. Okay, so do you think that this film showing next Tuesday is going to be another success for Tilda Swinton? Uh, we hope so. Um, as I mentioned, she made a masterful job of playing Julie's mother. Um, Joanna Hogg had her aged up uh, to fit the part, and their friendship seems to pay off in creating a film in which one of the critics, David Sims, said there is a naturalistic feeling of life that's being passionately and painfully lived that makes this movie so extraordinary. Mm -hmm. 
So <laughs> I hope our people will be able to appreciate both the director, Joanna Hogg, and the supporting actor, Tilda Swinton, not to mention the sweet and innocent Honor Swinton Burners, Julie. Okay. So just... Is this a film you have watched yourself? No, it's too ah. recent. Um, I've seen the trailers okay. and one or two extracts because it's a Criterion film, which means it'll be very high quality. Uh, they're one of the best distributors of um, art movies. Um, and it will be possible to rent it, but the price is high. Uh-huh. To see it online is over 20 English pounds. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I sometimes pay that for a Criterion film if I miss it. Okay, okay. But the other way is uh, if you're a member of the Nelson Film Society, of course, to head down to the Suter this coming Tuesday, which is Tuesday the 3rd. 13th, is that right? Of July, yes. Of July. Okay, all right. Now, if you're wanting to watch the trailer, I'm sure it will be available as well. Yes, it's there online now. If you go to the booking um, system, um, the trailer is there for you. Okay, and that booking system you can get to through uh, statecinemas.co.nz and then click on Suter and jump through hmm. or... Go through Film Society. Yeah, yeah, they've got a very good... uh, Film Society website as well, which is nzfilmsociety.co.nz, and you can link through to Nelson on that as well. We're still on suspended uh, that memberships. Was, that actually. was my next question. How's the membership <laughs> thing going? Well, we're, we're going to be able to analyse in the next week or so, and we have a committee meeting in two weeks to consider the result. Okay. Um, I've been looking at the uh, attendances this year compared with last year, and they're spectacularly high. Um, we've had over a... Well, of course, last year was interfered with by the shutdowns. Um, but even when we did screen, our average audience was around 100, whereas this year it's around 140, three, four, five, uh, wow. and unfortunately 150 on some occasions. Uh-huh. And um, that's when you run into a few so problems. So we should be yeah. able to reopen membership, if we're going to, um, by the end of this month. Okay, cool. Well, that's good news. It's a little like wasting, <laughs> waiting for the <laughs> virus injection. You uh, keep saying about yeah. the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much, Chris, for coming in and joining us today to talk about Souvenir, showing at the Suta Cinema, 6 o'clock, Tuesday, the 13th of July. Again, you can find out more information by heading to statecinemas.co.nz, linking through to the Suta from there, or checking out the NZ Film Society website as well. Uh, thanks again, Chris. And uh, are you back with us next week? I'm not sure. Oh, um. <laughs> all right. Well, it's either you or Ali. You'll yep. find out next week. One of us will be here. All right. Hey, thanks for your time. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.